Is this thing on? It sure is. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Across the Couch with Kyle and Nicole. My name is Kyle. And I'm Nicole. We are going to do a Q&A for you guys today. I let you guys ask whatever you wanted on Instagram from us, and we got a list of questions to answer. But first, Kyle, we got to talk about what we're drinking, although you look beverageless to me right now. Well, I look beverageless to you right now because I actually drank my beverage earlier. Oh, pregame. Hey. Pre-game. I pre- you pre-game for the podcast? I pre-game for the podcast. <laughs> I like it. What'd you have? But what I had was the Alani New, the Cherry, what is it? Cherry, cherry Twist. Ter- cherry. 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 <laughs> <laughs> cherry Twist with a little bit of lime. Mm, they're really good, huh? They're really good. Um, I usually don't drink caffeine before, like, unless I'm going to the gym. But today I was like, oh, I got to study and I got to do learn about anemia and sickle cell disease and all that good stuff. So I was like, you know what? Let's just have a Alani new. You need a good amount of caffeine for those kinds of topics, you know? Yeah. You know, it, it helps me feel like I'm energized throughout the whole thing, even though I'm want to like pluck my eyeballs out. I mean, would it be nursing school if you didn't want to pluck your eyeballs out most of the time? That's true. Yeah. What are you drinking today? Listen, I remain caffeinated on all days of the week. Sometimes I go big and I go home with the Alani like Kyle, but that's normally when I go to the gym. But I am an everyday coffee girl. Normally black coffee. That's my jam. Right now I'm drinking Pete's Major Dickinson's blend. It's a dark roast in my Keurig. Very fancy. And it's really good. And normally I don't put creamer or anything in my coffee. Just black. No sweetener. No nothing. Um, But I did put in some sweet cream coffee creamer. It's the only one that I really like other than peppermint mocha. And uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty delicious. I put a little creamer in this cup and it's, it's delightful. That it sounds delightful. Usually uh, if I'm going to have caffeine, it's going to be like a weird tea or yerba mate. But I did not have those because we have not been grocery shopping in a while. So That's true. <laughs> it's, it's looking a little bare in there. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, the Alani News there. And they supplied you with enough for you and me. They really did, though. Alani News has been hooking it up. I yeah. mean, we're very grateful. We, I would say I drink Alani New like most days of the week when I go to the gym. Yeah. I, I tend to drink more of the Celsius. That's but, true. You know. I am a big fan of the Cherry Twist flavor. I think, personally, it's right up there with the Witch's Brew that's seasonal. So that one, like, you know, you can't get unless you stockpiled it. But this yeah. flavor for me is like right up there with which is brew and juicy peach. Those are like my top Alani flavors. Yeah, usually Alani Alani new. Alani new. Alani new. Mm-hmm. For me is a little it's a little too sweet, but I feel like the cherry twist one, it's like it's got the right amount of sweetness. I agree. It's delicious. Yeah, cuz usually Alani new are they're just a little little too sweet cuz I'm not really like a sweets kind of person, you know. That's I true. just want the kick that it gives, but the I cherry mean. twist one is definitely it's definitely up there. It's a good one. Yeah. Kyle and I did see some movies recently. We've seen three movies recently. So we thought we could bring back the movie reviews for you guys before we get into the Q&A also. Yeah, we saw three movies that Nicole picked. And surprisingly, it's three movies that were actually decent, you know? They- I have a reputation for picking bad movies, which, okay, I don't intend for them to be bad. Like, I go in with all of the best intentions thinking they're going to be good. I guess I just am too trusting of the movie trailers. Yeah. You know, like when they make it look so good, I'm like, oh, it must be good. Even if other people say it sucks, I'm like, no, we should still go see it. It looks good. And then usually I wind up taking us to a bad movie. Yeah. Just to give you an idea of that, she actually picked Best Christmas Ever on Netflix. 
It was and awful if you it, guys listen to that podcast. It was not the best Christmas ever. <laughs> <laughs> Worst Christmas. Worst Christmas ever is what they should have named yeah. it. We understand what they were trying to do with it, but it was not. I would rather watch Hallmark movies. And I'm it was an a aim and a miss. Hallmark guy. Yeah. yeah. They they definitely um, you know, they dropped the ball on it, you know. They I think they were going for a little bit of like, you know, Hallmark movie magic, but it was not magical. Nobody but, does that kind of cheese like Hallmark. Hallmark is they're very good with the cheese, you know? But this time around, we did she did pick three movies that were pretty decent, starting off with Anyone But You. Mm-hmm. And with Sweeney Sydney Sweeney. Is that Sydney her name? Sweeney. I actually don't know the name of the other guy that's in it. I feel like I've seen him in other things. The lead the lead guy. Yeah. I actually don't know his real name. He has a he has a very um I wanna say like a very Americanized white man name he looks like he <laughs> looks I like a remember. frat boy to me yeah. <laughs> but um what did you think kyle um i thought overall i feel like it kind of went back to how like rom-coms were meant to be yeah you know they kind of left all the i guess you can say the bullshit out and just kept it to the formula that you know makes them so successful but i actually like sydney sweeney me too, a lot. Um, I did see Euphoria, and she was great in that. She's a really good actress, I think. Yeah. Um, she was really funny in this, and like very believable, which I really loved. Um, for me, it definitely gave like late two thousands, early twenty tens rom com vibes, and those yeah. are my favorite rom coms because they were so, like, they were cheesy but not too cheesy, mildly predictable but still exciting to watch, and yeah. like. Those are my favorite kinds of rom-coms. And this one was right there. And it was funny. Like, yeah. there's a lot of really funny moments in it. And it was it was definitely had, like, the rom-com cheesiness to it. But it wasn't, like, over the top to where you're like, oh, this is cringe, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, but it was it was uh, very light to watch, yeah. you know? Very, uh, I don't know. I really liked it. I, I, for me, like, I would give it, like, a, like, an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I think for me, I would give it, like, a, like a 8.5, maybe a 9. Oh, but wow. I will say, I feel like Sydney Sweeney throughout the whole movie, she definitely outacted the guy in it. Like, he's a good actor. Yes, he's I agree. He's a good actor, but I feel like she was kind of outshined him a little bit with her acting skills. Yeah, because I agree. In Euphoria, you don't really get to see like her actually act. I mean, I guess you do. Like, you get a, you know, but she's playing like a teenager. Whereas this one, it was more like her actual age. And, you know, so her acting skills were definitely, I feel like they were better than his. Yeah, I agree. And then the next movie we saw was Mean Girls. Which I feel like it should have said Mean Girls, the musical. It, I mean, so you know what's funny? There was a YouTube video that just came up on my like suggested page today that literally said if Mean Girls was actually advertised as a musical, because <laughs> yeah. it should have been. Yeah. There were songs in the trailers and I knew that it was like supposed to be off of the, the like Broadway musical version of Mean Girls. But I guess I, I did not tell Kyle that. Oops. I had an idea though because I've been seeing in like been seeing like TikToks where mm -hmm. there's like guys like oh she didn't tell me this was a musical or there's like oh tricking them I, I had to walk out of the theater because I didn't realize it was a musical like <laughs> it's just like but if you really care that much to like you're going with like a significant other and you really care like to be like oh I can't watch this this is a musical like just give your man card because you didn't have it in the first place. Oh, yeah. That's a green flag all the way, ladies. If he takes you to to a movie musical and doesn't complain about it or doesn't like have bad things to say about it after, that's a good one. That's a keeper. I will say, though. Yeah. Um, You know, when I think of musicals, mm -hmm. I'm always going to think of The Greatest Showman. Cause, and that is one of the greatest televised musical movies of all time. It is. 
And, so good. And the Mean Girls was good. Yeah. Um, I feel like it kind of bit off the original. I feel like it. I thought I was thinking it was going to be more of like up to date type of Mean Girls, but it was just kind of like you said, it was the play. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Like there were a lot of lines that were word for word from the original Mean Girls. And this is hard because, well, Kyle and I looked up when the original Mean Girls came out and it came out in like the very early 2000s. 2004. Yeah. yeah. So it's been 20 years since then, which is kind of crazy. And it does make a lot of sense why they might have kept some of the same lines. Because if you think about like the younger generation, like Gen Z, Gen Alpha, they may have never seen the original Mean Girls, which kind of blows my mind. So maybe that's why I thought they kept some of the lines like so word for word because I kind of thought like, oh, that's not a very good like twist. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not a new version and it was produced by Tina Fey who was in the original movie. Yeah. But I don't know. I just thought they could have updated it a little bit more, just a little bit, like keep some of the iconic lines. Sure. But like, I don't know. It was, I liked Renee rapping it a lot, but I think yeah. she's just super talented in general. So, I mean, I didn't think she was going to do a bad job. Yeah. Um, but the girl that played Karen was like way too dumb. Yeah. Like it was like not it was, funny dumb. It was like stupid dumb. It was a little obnoxious. Yes, I feel exactly. Like, I feel like they tried to make her like, you know, the ditzy, like she wasn't even like blonde. It didn't even go with the stereotypes. It didn't know, which I mean, and again, I love the variation on it because yeah. like they are trying to change it up and I totally respect that. But she's supposed to be dumb, but she's supposed to be funny dumb, you yeah. know, like almost like lovable dumb. And she just wasn't and then the girl that played Gretchen too was also like it was a too amplified version of yeah. the originals and that kind of was a bummer um I don't know the girl I've never seen the girl that played Katie Heron never seen her in my life um, um she reminds me a lot of uh what's her name Brie Larson Captain Marvel oh yes like, the way just, she looks yeah for sure but I would say too like um I I this is kind of funny to admit you know but after all these years on TikTok I did not realize that you go, Glenn Coco, was from Mean Girls. Really? Yeah. I use that all the time. And actually, I do find that a lot you, of people don't know where it's you from. You want to know where I thought it was from? Where? Coco Melon. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. I didn't even, until we saw that, until we saw that movie, I was like, oh, that's where that's from. I get it now. Like, okay. Well, um, nope. Definitely a very yeah, different yeah. origin, but, but uh. But Fair. back to Renee Rapp, she yeah. did really good. And now I'm seeing like she's just popping up on everything now. Yeah. Which, you know, go her. Like, she was popular before, actually. Yeah. Like she's incredibly talented. Yeah. And she's she's a very good singer. Yeah. But you know how I feel about Rachel McAdams. Oh, my God. You, just, you know, it's just like it's Rachel McAdams. Nothing was going to be Rachel McAdams. However, I do feel like she did do a really good job. And even Kyle and I both said like sometimes her expressions or the way that she would say the lines we're actually yeah. very like, you know, uh, like flashback of like Rachel McAdams, you know, like it was I definitely could. I, sh I saw her in the role like she made a lot of sense to me and I felt like they did the role justice, yeah. you know. And I feel like, too, when you see a musical and then you're just kind of like, oh, my God, they're good singers. Yeah. And then you see more stuff outside of that musical. Yeah. And you can see like, oh, wow, they actually are good singers. Oh, yeah. I feel like it adds more after the thought, you know, like, yeah. oh, OK, then, you know, I see why they picked her for that role. She is absolutely vocally incredible. Like she's an unbelievable singer. Um, and so I do. I did like that they chose her. Actually, that was part of the reason why I wanted to see it was because yeah. she was the lead and I like her so much. And I think she did a good job. Um, and then so what would you give it out of 10? Uh, for that one, I would give it, I'd probably give it like a seven. 
I would probably give it like a seven too. And only a seven just because I'm so used to the original, you know? Like yeah. even even Lindsay Lohan, oh. like in the original, like Classic. she was awesome. And I feel like there's so many actresses in the original that they just make those roles iconic. It's hard to like see anybody else in there. Yeah. But seeing it, hearing it as like a musical and seeing it as a musical, like I understand it more now, you know? Yeah, I agree. Same. And then the last movie that we saw, we saw last night yep. and it was called Boys in the Boat. Yeah. Which we usually do not go to the movies very late, but we decided to go at seven o'clock. We had a date night. We went to sushi and a movie. Yeah. It was yeah. so exciting. I actually was the one that suggested sushi. Yeah. And Nicole was like, what? Yeah, of course. I love sushi with every part of my human being. And Kyle can have sushi. Like, yeah, they have cucumber rolls and avocado rolls and um, tofu and stuff like that that Kyle really likes. Actually, this restaurant had a whole vegan sushi menu, which yeah. is really cool. But even with, with sushi, I've never really been like a big sushi fan, but I love like cucumbers. I yeah. love avocado. I love like the rice that goes into it. And I love, I do like seaweed. Like I used to eat seaweed strips, you know? Yeah. So all that together and then the sushi. The only thing I wish is it, if, if sushi wasn't so expensive. I agree. I mean, but when Kyle said, do you want to go to sushi? I was like, <laughs> twist my arm. Yes. Yes, I do want to go to sushi. Are you kidding? That's yeah. a yes every time for me. Yeah. Um, and so because we went to dinner, we saw a later movie. And I chose Boys in the Boat because my spin class instructor that I go to every Wednesday at 6 a.m. For those of you who follow along with my early morning Wednesday morning spin class, because I'm always filming what I eat in a days on those days. Um, but my 6 a.m. spin class instructor, her and I chat from time to time. And she was telling me that she read the book Boys in the Boat three times because yeah. it was so good. It's rare that you hear people say that they read a book twice, let alone three times. And so she was saying that she really wanted to see the movie. And so I thought like, well, shoot, like I, then we have to see it. Like yeah. if she read the book three times, like it's got to be good. And it came out on Christmas and it's still in theaters. And that says something to me. Yeah. Um, and so I told Kyle, I was like, I really think that we should see it. Like, I think I think it's worth going to see. And I liked it a lot. Yeah. A lot. I, to be honest, I didn't know anything about it. Like yeah. I didn't know about, you know, the that year's Olympics. I didn't know about just like the whole story in general i didn't i didn't know about it like i know about rowing and whatnot but so when we were going to it i just i kind of went into it without having any expectations and coming out i was like wow that was a really good movie yeah for those of you that don't know the premise of the movie it's about uh some it, it's place it's uh set back in the great depression yeah. and obviously like people are quite impoverished and it kind of circles around these young men who are trying to go to college to better their lives um, but obviously college costs money and they don't have a place to sleep. They don't have like anything to eat. Their clothes have holes in them. Like, you know, true, like Great Depression. And um, they get this opportunity to try out for the rowing team that would give them a place to stay, food and all of that. And um, it just kind of like shows their story. Like yeah. it's a true underdog story in all of the best ways. Yeah, like it was so good. And I think that's probably what I like most about it. Like everybody loves a good underdog story, you know? They love to see someone rise up and because we all try to do that in our everyday lives mm -hmm. and seeing that on the screen and the story. And I also too feel like that era, I feel like, I don't know, it's weird. Like I feel there's a part of me that's kind of connected to that era. I think that's why it's just, it's just interesting to me, like World War II and Oh, that time frame, like you've yeah, always time just been interested in. And just like watching that and like seeing like the cars, the clothes, you know, just yeah. like how people acted and all that. It was, it's just something in me that's just always been connected. Kind of like when I went to the World War II museum. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just, 
it was definitely a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I was joking with Nicole. I was like, oh, this is one that like, you know, because we used to work at a movie theater. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is the one all the, the, the what are they, the SAGs, the, yeah. the members of the the group that comes in and like reviews the movies and does all that. Yeah. Like, These are the, this is the one that the members come in and we used to always be like, Oh, hello. And we knew them by name because they were in there constantly watching all the movies for the award show. They would see like six of them in a day. Like yeah. they had like a whole schedule. And yeah. so they would come up to the box office and be like, I need to see this movie at this time and this movie at this time and this one at this time. And it was always the ones that were up for awards. Um, so that they would know they, yeah. they would like really get to know like what the movies were that were winning. And we really got to know those folks. Sure there, did. There was always one that thought she just walked on water and everything yeah. had to be handed to her and she ran the theater and it was always the same lady. And once that lady walked in, everybody in the box office, everybody up front, all the managers were just like, oh, here she comes. Yep. She was a little not nice about it, but the nice. others were super nice. Yeah. The other ones like they, they would come in and I think they would kind of feel bad, but like they were so well organized that I yeah. was like, yeah, I'll sell you six different movie tickets. Sure. Right. Like that's kind of yeah. weird, but yeah. I mean, if you want to spend all day here, by all means, you're paying and you're paying to spend all day here because yeah. we would have people sneak into movies all day long at the movie theater. I think they got reimbursed because they had like the SAGS card. Oh. And we would always swipe that. So I think it, it would it would reimburse them. They would get the money you're back right. for it. So I they mean, got to do it for free. Good They're for them. part of the SAGS. I don't know what it's an elite is. squad. Um, something Actors Guild, I want to say. Yeah, some, I think it's SAGs or I'm pretty sure it's for sure SAGs. So if you know what that group is out there. Is it what Screenplay is the Actors for? Guild? Oh, it might be. Something? Scre- Screen Actors Guild? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I feel like we're very warm. I feel like we're yeah. either hitting the nail on the head or we're really close. Yeah. So uh, definitely for men in, a, in, in the boat. In the boat, boys in the boat, boys. You were in the so boat. close. <laughs> I, to be honest, I, I joked with Nicole. I thought it was gonna be like a broke back mountain type. <laughs> I know. I'm like, do you want to go see boys in the boat? And he's like, that sounds like broke back mountain, some kind of like bromance <laughs> situation. And yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. But it was definitely. Um, we've seen a lot of movies in the past couple months, and it was definitely top five for me. Oh yeah, me too. I yeah. think it definitely exceeded expectations. I would definitely give it a ten out of ten. Like for me, I went in with expectations, which I really try not to do with the movies because I think that's how you will always walk out not disappointed. Is if you go in with like just no expectations, just go in and embrace the movie. Um, and this one, I went in with some expectations because of what my spin instructor had said, yeah. and it exceeded that yeah. uh, tremendously. I mean, it was it was done so well, and a lot of the actors that were in it, you don't really see in that many things. Yeah. And I like to think too when watching the movie yeah they had to do they had to shoot those like shots so they had to actually take time to figure out how to row yeah and like how to make it look legit mm-hmm. because you know like any competitive sport there's gonna be people out there that are picking it apart so yeah they're like oh this movie's not accurate because of this and i was thinking too during the movie when they kept doing like uh like close-ups of yeah. like the the oars yeah and like where they were sitting uh-huh i was waiting for it to like break or something me too just because, just because like it the would underdog. make a sound and it yeah. would like click and i was like waiting for the boat to break or yeah. something it's, you know yeah especially in a couple of the scenes when you know they were like trying to get the momentum and yeah like, they kept showing that i was like oh it's you know it's you know i'm not saying it doesn't happen but you know i was thinking that throughout the whole movie like oh my god yeah it was i thought it was done so well and you know that they weren't doubles either like body doubles you know who were rowing because there was like close-up shots constantly of them actually rowing um it was i just thought it was done so well now i'm curious now i wonder if i should go back and read the book because you know the book's always better than the movie i feel like there's going to be more detail 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this so, is this is just kind of a side note um, because it is set in that time. So, you know, there's an actor that plays a famous um, dictator and it was... He plays Hitler. It was a little scary <laughs> how identical he this guy was. creepy like yeah. him. Like, like just it was weird. The mannerisms and like just his face and like it was... Kind of scary. I, I don't know if... Do you think maybe they they um like AI'd that onto him? I don't think so. Because he, he was like... It would have been really good if they did. Because yeah. he was, he looked like Hitler reincarnated. It was yeah. kind of wild. And my favorite part was when they're like, oh, the Americans coming out? Oh, no, the Americans didn't salute. I was like, yes. Yeah. That is awesome. It was very cool. It was a very, like, it just was done really well for the time period, too. Yeah. You know, it was, it was, I thought it was just done so well. So what would you give it out of 10? Um, I think just because, like, I, I like that, you know, era mm -hmm. and just, like, the history aspect of it, really. Yeah. And just seeing all the movie props, like, can you imagine having to, having to get each of those movie props, make sure they're identical to that oh, time, yeah. the cameras, even, like, you know, like, some even of the Even the way that the, the boat. boats were built, you yeah. know? I would definitely give it, I would, it would give it a 9.5. Nice. That's a nice high rating. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I love going to the movies, and we always love sharing what we see with you guys. Um, We what do would, have... Huh? What would you give it? Oh, I told you, you I, I said a 10 out of 10. Oh, did you? I did. Oh, I didn't hear that. Okay. Yeah, I said 10 out of 10. Yeah. So, and because I went in with expectations, I think that's why I'm, I gave it a 10 out of 10 because I went in with expectations and it still exceeded that for me by a lot. And for yeah. me, that's like, that's a good movie, you know? I'm sorry, I did not hear you I give know, it a 10 you weren't out even 10. listening to your co-host, Kyle Robert. You know, I was too busy over here thinking about all the things that I was going to say. Oh, you know? well, you got to get out of your own head, Kyle Robert. Yeah. So every every podcast episode, we like to give our insight into the movies that we see because mm -hmm. we do see a lot of them. Um, I don't know if that's going to slow down with nursing school starting back up, but we're hoping to keep it going. So if you guys see those same movies, just let us know what you think of them. Yeah. That does kind of transition into our Q&A. It sure Into does. our first question. It does. Because our first question is, how did you meet? Well, you see, um, Nicole, she's an avid mountain climber. And she wanted to go and climb Mount Everest. Oh. And um, I, was, I was working as one of the little Mac pules, mules that take people up Mount Everest. The pack mules. Yeah. You said Mac pules. You were like so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they call that, but you like swapped letters there. Okay. You were, so, so, you so were a Sherpa. I was a Sherpa. There you go. <laughs> I forgot the name. So um, she was climbing the mountain. Yeah. And we got halfway. It was oh. halfway. She was almost there. Yeah. And she just collapsed in exhaustion. Oh, you rescued me? And then I put her on my back, carried her to the top, and then we made out the, at the top. The rest is history. The rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do love Mount Everest. A weird fun fact about me. I love learning about Mount Everest, but I have absolutely no intentions of climbing it. No. Because so, I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> um, we've been together for 13 years. Yeah. And it actually started at a movie theater. Mm -hmm. um, it was one night Nicole was ice skating. Because she was at the company ice skating party. It was a and Monday night. It was a Monday night. And she just turned 18. So she didn't know she had to be at work. Because they never scheduled high schoolers on weekdays. Because there was too many labor laws. And so they never scheduled us. So I really never thought I had to request a Monday yeah. night off. But and then I turned were, 18. You were wrong. I was and wrong. And so she showed up. I was working the front desk. So uh, embarrassing. She had to grab her little, her little, the little binder with all the key cards in it to clock in. Yeah. She grabbed that. And I handed it to her. And then she went and clocked in, went about her business. She was working in the concession, um, which was a small concession. Mind you, I'm stressed because I've never been written up a day in yeah. my life. And I knew I was getting written up. 
And it was so embarrassing to be at the company ice skating party. And they're like, you're supposed to be at work. And it wasn't even just one of the like our co-workers. It was one of the managers. <laughs> but she always like joked around with us. So to be honest yeah. with you, when she, when she said like, hey, Nicole, you're supposed to be at work. I really thought she was totally messing with me. I had no idea that she was serious. And then another manager came up and was like, yeah, they're looking for you at, at, at the theater. And I was like, you, you're joking. And then somebody sent me a picture of the schedule. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And so I'm panicked this night because I had never been late to work. I knew I was getting written up and I, I had never been written up before. Like, I mean, I was, a, I was a good employee and I had been there for a long time. Actually, I started working there when I was 16. And by this point, this was like two years in. Yeah. So this was like the first time I had ever f- like royally messed up. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and knowing what I know about you now, it makes a lot more sense because the look on your face when you came in, yeah. you just look like you were distraught. I was. You look like someone kicked your puppy. I felt I like, like it. Oh, okay. Because then... I was at the company ice skating party. It was so awkward. Yeah. So and, embarrassing. And that was literally like, that was the first night me and Nicole actually like met each other. Yeah. Um, Because weirdly enough, there was employee of the month and they did one yeah. guy, one girl. Um. And we were both on that together. Twice. Yeah. And we still didn't know each other existed for like two whole years in that building, yeah. which is so, if you knew this yeah. place, you would think that was really weird because everybody knew everybody. And, you know, I mean, I, it's because Nicole thought I was like 40 when I was only 21. He had a really big beard. And so that first night that Kyle actually stayed to teach me how to clean the popcorn popper because yeah. I had never done that before. And it's yeah. kind of a dangerous task. And he had a huge beard. And I looked over at him and I was like, I didn't even like register that he was like in my age group to even think about being interested in him. Yeah. So, um, you know, the night, the end of the night comes around. You have to clean everything. Nicole had to clean the popper. She never cleaned the popper. So one of the managers, good old Kazushi, came up to me and was like, hey, do you think you can stay and help clean concession? And at this time, I was pretty much done with what I had to do. And I was ready to go home and play video games. Yeah. And then I, but you know, being the good employee that I am and the hard working man that I am, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Even though I was really bummed about it. But then I walked over there and let me tell you, Nicole started cleaning the popper. Her back was towards me. <laughs> and I was like, damn, she got cakes. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle did say that the but, first thing he ever noticed about me was my ass. But so then I she, love that. But then you turned around and I saw your blue eyes and I was like, ooh, she's pretty. And then after that, I helped you clean it. That is so sad that I thought you were like 30 and I was 18. Like you were like, oh, she's so pretty. But I just was like, I just didn't even think about it because I was like, I was like, oh, he's too old for me. Like, because I'm not judgmental. Okay. (laughs) But anyway, I really judge the book by its cover. Do you remember like, I don't remember teaching you how, though. I think I just ended up cleaning it. Um, You walked me through it. You like you like verbally told me how you did it as you cleaned the popper. And so I did learn how, um, but I was so like flustered that night that I really like, don't think I retained any knowledge. I was just so like stressed out the whole night. I think I was just like wanted to go home. So I think I ended up doing most of it. And then after that, I think I was able to go home once I cleaned the popper. And then you did, you didn't stay for the rest of the night. I do remember that. Um, but we met, that was the first night that we met. And then Long story short, Kyle had a girlfriend. Um, so by the time we became friends, we like did not start dating right away because Kyle had a girlfriend. Yeah. So we were like friends for months. Like um, three, four months. Yeah, we would like we would talk, we'd go to the movies. Like a lot of our friends hung out together because we like really our our major social group was like all the people that were in this movie theater. So like yeah. we then started like spending time together, but 
we didn't start dating until like almost five months later. Yeah. And then after that, we actually made it official. And then um, two years in, we moved in together. Yeah. Which brings me to the next question. Oh. What is the biggest adjustment to first living together? I got mine. Um, well, for me, it was hard to like, like to house chores, like divvying up house chores was hard because I would just assume that like Kyle knew what I was thinking and like, he must know that I want him to do this. Like, cause that's like a household chore. Like he must know that I want him to do this. And he was like, I can't read your mind. Like I can't, I, you know, like, I don't know that you want me to do that unless you ask me to do it. And I'm like, I don't want to have to ask you. And so I was like, so I remember when we first moved in together, like, you know, it was just like getting to know each other's like habits and like, and divvying up like the household chores, like, and now we are so solidified in like what my, like, like my, what my role is and what Kyle's role is. And we're such a team now, but like back then it was, it was a little bit hard to like adjust to taking care of a home together. What what was it for you? I would say, um, initially just having to give up my space, I guess you could say. Yeah. Cause I was so used to living with my parents. Mm -hmm. So I had like my video game systems wherever I wanted, you know, I had my chair where I would just throw my clean clothes, which I sure did. Sure (laughs) does. Sure does. And secondly, which I think there's only really like one or two, but this one was being able to like, be like, Oh, I got to poop, you know? Oh yeah. Cause you know, that could be a little weird at first. And we've only ever had one bathroom in, in our entire 13 years. Well, we've lived together for 11 of those and we've only had one bathroom the whole time. And the best part (laughs) about that was I could finally poop with the door open. (laughs) Even though I don't like that. Even though you don't like it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I just remember too, like Kyle's mom is like really nice. And so when Kyle lived at home, she would always just say like, just put your dish in the sink. Like I'll wash it. And I remember like that, like habit carried over. So Kyle put his dish in the sink and I was like, don't you dare think I'm like your mother and I'm going to wash your dish for you just because you put it in the sink. Nope. (laughs) She wasn't always like that. It was just usually. Your mom just liked the way that she cleaned things. So like she didn't want you to do it because she was, she wanted to do it better. And And so I also think too, it was more so to get my brother to take his dishes out. of. That's fair. That's fair. But I think it just like built a habit. So then when we like moved in together, I was like, what are you doing? Why are you just leaving it in the sink? And you were like, oh, sorry, my bad. You know, yeah. <laughs> it was just a force of habit. So but now we're like, so I think we're so good now in like our individual like roles in the house. Like and I think we just have like really learned how to be a team. Yeah. Um, and it's it's more so like 50 50 now. 50%, yeah. 50 percent. And we kind of, you know, obviously, I think you're more. Well, we'll get into that. With this um, next question from our friend at Mel's Crafty Corner. Mel, we love yeah. Mel. But I definitely think that we, like you said, we have a way of just knowing when the other one wants us to do something. Yeah, yeah. or like needs support in yeah. something. Yeah. I mean, but that's like, you know, that's been over a 13 year process. So we're just like, we just like know each other so well now that like we just know what the other person needs and how to communicate with that person. That I yeah. would say like, is one of the hard things like when, when we moved into is like we knew how to communicate but like when you're living with somebody you're with them all the time 24 hours yeah. a day and that is a new way of communicating with somebody like you don't you know we had to it, it's it's so good for us though because like i could never spend enough time with kyle like we would cry when we would leave each other like yeah. in like if we didn't see each other for like more than two like a day really like it felt weird it felt so weird like we were both really sad so like moving in for us though like it was so 
fun and it was so like I don't know just like so enjoyable for me to spend so much time with you that even the adjustments didn't really feel like difficult adjustments like I just really I was just so happy to like have a space with you you know even though it was like a Cracker Jack box, it was 530 square feet and we were really not wealthy Give it, at the give time. it more credit. It was like 575. It was small. Yeah. <laughs> it was really small. But the thing I liked about it was everything was separated. It's not like we were living in a studio. They laid it out really nicely for yeah. being so small, but I just like really enjoyed having this space together. Like yeah. as small as it was and as like dirt poor as we were a lot of the time, uh, like most of our money went towards rent at the time. But I was just like so grateful to like have a space with you. So even yeah. the adjustments didn't really feel like adjustments. Like it just kind of felt like we were just getting to know each other more, you yeah. know. And so living there, living in that apartment for five years, five or six years, we finally moved to the new place. And then since we were together for so long at that point, I guess you could kind of say we developed, you know, knowing each other more. Yeah. So coming from Mel, yeah. from Mel's Crafty Corner on TikTok, you should we go follow her. Mel. You should. very great. Her, and her, her energy husband, is Cody. the best. Yep. Yeah. What are your icks for each other? I have two. Two? I have, yeah. I told Kyle one last night because he made me he made me tell him I was trying to keep it a secret for today. Well, now I got to think him. about this because if you have two, I couldn't even, <laughs> I could barely think about, you know. <laughs> they're not even really icks. I don't, I mean, they're not icks. Like, there's nothing that Kyle does that gives me the ick. There's just more things that he does where I'm like, why you do that? Why, it, what you do that for? Grinds your Grinds gears. my gears. Number one, Kyle eats lemons like they're oranges. <laughs> it makes me, like, I'm literally puckering just thinking about it. He literally just sticks his whole mouth around it like it's a freaking orange slice and just eats it. I'm literally, like my salivary glands are like, are hurting right now. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. So I literally can't watch him do it because it gives me the heebie-jeebies. And then the other thing is that I fold Kyle's clothes so nicely <laughs> when they come out of the clean laundry. So nicely. And then he puts them on this bench in our, in our bedroom when he has a whole dresser to put them in. But he puts them on the bench and then it piles and it piles and it piles. And then all of a sudden we have the Mount Everest of clothing on our bench. And Kyle does put it away eventually. Like he gets there. Yeah. It's usually just because he's like busy and he doesn't think about it. And he like waits till the end of the night. Like I put it on his side of the bed, like his pile of clean clothes on his side of the bed thinking he's going to have to put it nope, away before come, he goes to sleep. I come along. I say, get that shit out of here. Put <laughs> it on the bench. <laughs> put it on the bench. And I get, ah, I get so, you know. Yeah. Um, but those are, that's really all I have. That's, that's really it. Now, I have no idea what Kyle's going to say. So I mean, yours? you know, I'm over here like, oh, no, I, I have an idea. You. I have an idea. What, what you're you're say. Thought? What? <laughs> that I never stop vacuuming. No, that's not <laughs> even one of them. <laughs> I love vacuuming. So fun fact. I wouldn't say this is an ick. Uh-huh. I guess it's kind of an ick. I don't know if it's maybe just because, of, you know, like I'm more of the person that does this. But um, you're driving is an ick. <sighs> That's so mean. I know, but it, you it, drove an ambulance for ten I years. You're so I, you're I, just gonna be a better driver. I, I think it's just because you know I like to be in control of the situation and I like to drive and like you know. But you know, you're driving. You're driving's a little bit of an ick. Thanks. But it's nothing that I hold against you. Well, lucky for you, I really love being a passenger princess. So I'm really like never mad when Kyle wants to drive. I'm like, mm, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. fine twitch my arm <laughs> and to be honest that is probably like one of the only things that i can really think of i'm sure if like you know i i thought about it more or yeah. i paid it and i like paid attention to like what i consider an ick more i might yeah. be able to find anything but i don't want to do that 
I really thought it was going to be like my incessant need to vacuum all the time. I think at this point, it's like, it's just who you are. Like, I, I think I'm used to it. Like, yeah. like there's times where, you know, you're like, oh, let's clean, let's clean. And it's like 10 o'clock at night. So I guess kind of, yeah. And I'm just like, okay, let's clean then. He really does support me in it though, which is nice. Um, But I just clean out of anxiety most of the time. Like, it's just like a, it's like an ADHD thing. Like, I literally can't sit down. Like, it's really hard for me to relax. Which like, in actually, my. Actually, I think now that I, now that you say that and I think about it, that's probably another one. What? When we're watching a movie that or That I have show no chill. Yeah. And you just get up. Yeah. I think that's why for me, I do like going to the movies a little bit more than oh. watching movies at home because you can't do that. That's true. I get up like at least 50 times in the middle yeah. of watching a movie, but I have raging ADHD. Like, I literally don't know how to chill. And actually for me, like rest is considered a reward in my brain. Like I did a really bad job growing up of programming my brain to but be you, like, you, we can't rest until like, until all the things are done. Like it has never to be a rest, reward. Though. That's what I'm saying because I never feel like I deserve it. Like, like I never feel like I've done enough. Like I know that sounds crazy, but that's the ADHD in my brain. That's just like, we have to do this and we could be doing this and we could be doing this and this and this and this and like. And then I just, before I know it, I just never stop moving. It's That's the fair. worst. It's like a prison in my brain. That's I can't fair. even be medicated. This is a really messed up part. I can't be medicated for my own ADHD because it would make my tremors worse. It's so mean of my noggin. Bailey Ray. We got a little tiny kitten in here who wants to be a part of the podcast. She's so cute. Um, okay. There was a piece that we probably should have addressed in our last, um, our last question that we answered about uh, like moving in together and stuff like that and how we met. How did you both know when you were in love? How did we how did we know we were, we were in love? Yeah. Well, we could say how long it took for us to say I love you. I mean, it took about what, 5 months? Yeah, but only like 1 month of dating. Yeah, cuz I remember we went to Santa Cruz. We did. Had we a both day in Santa Cruz. No, no, no. No. Oh, oh, that was our first date. No, but the the day that we said I love you was the day that we went to San Francisco. I don't think you're right. I am. I have a better memory than you. No, I I know our first date was. <laughs> I didn't tell you I loved you on our first date. That wasn't our. That wasn't really our. No, our first Santa Cruz. No, our first date was when we went to go to the movies and see. She's I don't consider that an official date. That was an official date. To that me, was that wasn't an official date. date. We went to Santa Cruz with David and his girlfriend. That wasn't our. That wasn't our first date. That was the first day we told each other we we I love you. I'm really gonna. I'm really gonna to I mean we, to challenge you on that because I really think it was the day we went to San Francisco because that was the day that you asked me to be your girlfriend was the day that we went to San Francisco you know it's, it's <laughs> it Kyle it's also at this point we should also say that it Kyle also didn't kiss me for an entire month I it was you had miserable I was like I really genuinely like when we started dating because Kyle had a girlfriend when I met him so I did have to wait for them to break up. That's terrible when I say that. I did have to wait for them to break up in order for me to start like dating Kyle. And so by the time we started dating, I was like, okay, like, you know, he'll probably kiss me like in, in the next like couple dates. Oh no, a month later, this man still hadn't kissed me. And I genuinely thought that he had like lost interest. I was like, oh, he, he doesn't like me like that. Like maybe we're just friends. Like maybe no. he only sees me as a friend. Um, but we said, I love you after a month. And we both said it on the same night. Even though Kyle said it first, Damn which right. is still an argument See? in our 13 year relationship, that Kyle says I love I love you more because I said it first. Yeah, that's right. That's not that's that's not true at all. I was thinking it. 
Kyle and I were literally like in his room after we had like spent the day together. And I remember thinking like, I want to say it. Like, I really want to say it. I'm, I should say it. I'm going to say it. Because I said it first. And then Kyle said it. And then I said it back. But I really remember sitting there thinking, I was like, this man just read my mind. Like he knew what I was going to say because he said it first. And yeah. so Kyle was braver than I was and said it first. But I knew like really quickly that I loved Kyle. Actually, I loved Kyle before we were dating because I wanted to date Kyle so bad. But he had a girlfriend and it was really sad for me. Um, and I feel like, you know, how did I know? I honestly, like, I really am a believer in the, when you know, you know, like they always say like when it's the right person, like you'll just know. And I did like, I remember thinking there's nobody else in this world that I would love more than Kyle. Like there's just nobody else that would be better or more fun or like just, or a better partner for me. Like I just couldn't dream of somebody better than Kyle. And so for me, I remember thinking like, well, that's love, you know, like if you really like, like for me, Kyle just was like so easy to love too. Like we yeah. just kind of fit. I've really truthfully, like we just kind of like fit into each other. And to, to defend myself. Okay. I, you, you see the person in front of you. Okay. This was worth waiting for to kiss. Okay. I don't care if it was a month, two months, three months. Like I would have waited a long time and you know it, you know, cause I was Clearly, like I said, very invested. I really, really wanted to date Kyle. And when I found out he had a girlfriend, because I had I had already caught feelings at that point, because I didn't know he had a girlfriend. And then when I found out, I was like, no, <laughs> there's no, <laughs> no. way. <laughs> it was like one of those slow-mo moments. I was like, you can't be serious. He has a girlfriend. Because I was devastated. Because I was like, oh my God, this guy's so great. And, and so I would have, you know, I would have waited for a very long time. But I just like knew I loved Kyle. I don't know. I just like, I just knew it. I actually, I feel like I always knew that I was going to fall in love with you. And I knew that I loved you. But I can remember the exact moment. You can? I can. Wow. Okay. It was, we, we just, you were just talked about it like a little bit ago. It was our first time we went to Disneyland. And okay. We, we came home and I was dropping you off at your house. Yeah. And we started crying because we oh, had to leave each other. Yeah. That was like the first moment that like kind of like sealed it for me. Oh. Just because I was like, wow, I feel this way about leaving this person. And because I always, I like being around you. Yeah. Even after 13, 14 years, mm-hmm. I like being around you. And that kind of sh- like going to Disneyland, doing all that fun stuff where it was just me and you, nobody else. I was like, yeah, this is my person. Yeah, me too. I mean, Kyle, actually, like, maybe this is the most beautiful part of our relationship is that we were really friends first. And that, like, built us to be the couple that we are now. But I just, like, I would rather hang out with Kyle than most people. No offense to any of my friends (laughs) listening to this. But my friends knew that, too. That was the other thing. Like, my friends could see that I was in love before I think even I could. Because they were like, you know, oh, you you just like want to spend all your time with him. And I'm like, yeah, because he never gets boring ever. Yeah. And even 13 years later, I'm never bored of Kyle. Like if Kyle goes on a trip without me, I'm devastated for like the entire time he's gone. Because I'm just like, I don't know. I guess he's, you're my person. That's right. Yeah. And that kind of plays into uh, uh, Kimmy06 asks us, mm-hmm. what is romantic advice for finding a boyfriend, girlfriend? Oh. You want to find somebody that you can sit in a room quiet with while both of you are doing totally different things and you still feel at peace. You don't feel like there's an awkward silence. You don't feel like, oh, like this is boring. You don't, you just feel that you're at peace and you feel you are at home. Yeah. I think too, in dating, genuinely, like I, I, I mean, I just said this, that like truthfully finding somebody who is your friend 
and your partner is so important. Like, yeah. I think that building a friendship first genuinely is the best grounds to build a relationship on because if you can be a good friend to somebody, there's a really good chance you can be a really good partner to them too. But I really feel like you have to have that like respect for each other and friendship first. And for us, like that made our relationship like what it is was yeah. that we were friends first. And I feel like too, it gives you something to fall back on. Mm -hmm. You know, like if say you're in a marriage and you're like, wow, this marriage, you know, like we're having our issues. You drop back to like, oh, but she was my best friend first. Yeah. And then it gives you like it kind of clears your mind. And, like she's my best friend. Like, you know, mm -hmm. and as long as your friendship works, then your marriage is going to work, too. I also think, too, like building a friendship first allows you to learn the most about each other. I think it's so easy when you start dating somebody to have all of your energy and focus be on your relationship itself instead of the other person. And I think that it's so important when you're building a friendship to like really get to know the other person. But if there's like physicality in the way you know like if you're like trying to jump somebody's bones every time you see them you're way less likely to get to know them yeah. and I think that that's what gets messy when people start dating right off the bat sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but for us like I really felt like I knew Kyle as my friend and as yeah. a person like before we started dating and that made our relationship just a hundred times better and you should have somebody too that like you feel comfortable around like Kyle said like if you don't feel comfortable around somebody that you're dating, it's probably not the right person, yeah. you know, because I think that you you should always like your standards too. that's the other thing I'll say your standards are never too high. Like, you know, you'll know when you're in the right situation. And when you're dating somebody that's not right, you have a gut feeling about it. And you should always listen to that because yeah. it's almost always right. Yeah. And definitely, too, you also you got to remember that at the end of the day, you even though you're together, even though you're in a relationship, even though you're married, you still are two different people and you, you both still have your interests. You both still have your morals. You both still have things that you love to do. And it's okay to accept the other person and like show interest in what they like, what they want to do and be able to just come together. And, you know, even if it's not something you're interested in, you can still show interest no matter what. Mm hmm. Um, the people do want to know about our proposal story, which probably should be your explanation because I mean, Kyle's the one who planned the whole thing. Be, I was just there. To be honest, <laughs> that could take up a whole podcast. So it really could. You want to tell the Cliff Notes version? Okay. Um, so it was the year. It was the year 2016. We got married in 18. I did this the other day, actually. Right. Yeah. I, I was I was filming a life story video for YouTube. And I literally said 18 when I talked about our engagement. And then I was like, wait a minute. No, no, that's the year we got married. 2016. Yeah. Okay. It was 2016. August. August. We were on a flight together to Mount Everest. <laughs> <laughs> it always goes back to Mount Everest. <laughs> No. No. It was 2016. It was August. We had been um, dating for eight years at this we've point. We've been dating for eight years. And it's only because there was a lot of things going on. Yeah. She was in nursing school. We moved in together. It was, you know, there was time, you know, to wait. We were okay? babies when we met. Like, yes. we needed to become adults first. Like, that was important to both of us. So, I honestly wasn't, we weren't in a hurry to get engaged no. and not in a bad way. Just we wanted to take our time. But Cliff Notes is um, my good friend Haley, our good friend Haley. Mm -hmm. She was my friend first. Whatever. Um, we kind of made up a plan to take, she was going to take Nicole on a girl's trip, air quotes. Yeah. 
uh, on a girl's trip out to um, Monterey. So then they did that. The morning of, I lost my wallet, and I had to find my wallet. Luckily, I found my wallet. Um, they went out to their girl's trip, went and did, like, pictures. Haley said she had to get headshots for PA school. and It was a good front, though. I'll, I'll give her that. Yeah. That was a good one. So they went out. They hiked. They took pictures. And um, I ended up following them, mm-hmm. which... <laughs> which was a story in itself. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I followed <laughs> it's a stressful day for Kyle. Trail. I had one rose or a couple roses. You had a couple roses. A couple roses. Um, which actually this answers um Melian 2005's question. Yeah. Um our first song was our first song for our first dance song. The first dance. Oh, at our wedding, but yeah. our, oh, I thought you were asking what our first song was because our first no, song that no. we had together was not our wedding dance song. No. Actually, what is the first dance song? Yours by Russell Dickerson. Yes. So, Melly Ann, two thousand five. That answers your question. It was yours by Russell Dickerson. I had a, a portable Bluetooth speaker, which was a really good speaker. I don't know what happened to it, and I had it in a backpack, and I pretty much hiked this trail all the way up to where Nicole and Haley were. And then um, I started playing the song, and then she turned around, and I don't remember anything I said because I was just in the moment. I don't either. I blacked out. And then I proposed to you. Got down on one knee. There's pictures of it. There's pictures. Yeah, yeah. it did happen. And then after that, yeah, we were engaged. Yep. And uh, it was actually, for me, uh, my only requirement was that I really wanted it to be a surprise. Like, that was the only thing that I cared about. I didn't care how fancy it was. I didn't care where we were. Like... I just wanted to be surprised because after eight years, like I was anticipating it. Like I I was expecting it, especially because I graduated from nursing school and we had always talked about when I graduated that we would try to plan a wedding before Kyle like went and pursued higher education for himself. And so I remember thinking like, it's got to be coming. And uh, Kyle, uh, when he proposed, he was so flustered that day and he had like lost his wallet. And like, I really thought like it was going to happen. And then when he lost his wallet and he was all stressed out, I was like, oh, shoot, like it's not happening today. And that really threw me. And so honestly, even though that wasn't planned on your part to like throw me off that way, it worked because I was truthfully surprised when Kyle showed up because I'm literally taking pictures facing the ocean and I'm like looking in the camera and then our song plays behind me and Kyle showed up and I turned around and I was like, oh, my God. It was today, but I really didn't think it was going to happen. So to be honest, if you're a guy out there, number one pro tip, hide the ring in an Xbox box because that's what Kyle did. And I would have never thought to look for it. It was there for probably four months and I never knew that it was there and I would have never opened that box. Or just just hide it in something that she's not like for you. You don't really you don't care about video game consoles. No, so So I would have never looked there. You know how I like to keep boxes of electronics. Sure. Yeah. So you would have just left it there. Yeah. And it was in my closet. So it's another reason. Yeah. You just got to hide it to where she's not going to find it. Second pro temp, pro pro temp, (laughs) second pro tip is you should act stressed about something like have something go wrong that day. You could fake it Mm -hmm. or you or it could be real. Um, But that genuinely like that threw me off. Like I was like, oh, it's not happening now. Like it's not. Or you you could just be like, oh, I got to work that day. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And another thing that I think about now, um, since with all this technology make sure you're not sharing your location. Oh, yeah. Back then, that wasn't available. Oh, it was not available, no. But now that I think about it, you know, just because... Be sure your location yeah. is not shared, yeah. Um, but for, yeah, for me, that was like the biggest, most important thing was that I wanted it to be a surprise and Kyle pulled it off. And I know what our wedding song is. I was just actually... I was going to say this, that 
um, when I saw that question on what our song was. What I think is so cool is that by the time Kyle and I got married, we had spent so much time together that our first song that we had ever like made our song kind of unbecame our song because we had grown so much and changed as people. Like, I think what's really cool about Kyle and I is like we stayed together in the most changing years of our life. Like you're a totally different person from 18 to like 28. Like that that 10 year gap, like you're a different person. Yeah. And so we had become different people, but like still together. And so by the time we got married, I remember we were thinking like, oh, what's our first dance song? And our first song that we had ever given each other wasn't wasn't it like not anymore like that didn't really define our relationship as much as yours by russell dickerson so yeah for what it's worth i don't want people to think i didn't know the song i I know the song but we had we had a we had a different song in the beginning of our relationship you got a little flustered there though no i always know what our song is no because i didn't because you you said what's your song and i was like well technically we have more than one i said first dance song oh sorry i didn't hear the dance part my yeah. bad my bad which it played into the song that i played in when i proposed okay <laughs> <laughs> well fine there's a couple questions that we i'll just fire off to you okay like a little little fast round okay and then we'll answer like one big question i think we've got two though that we should answer that are okay. pretty good okay, so for sorry. the fast round sure how old are you i'm 32 how old are you kyle i'm 35 mm-hmm. are you gonna have kids hell yeah yep Actually, that that does have like a little bit bigger of an answer. Uh, we've always wanted to have kids. I feel like it actually is probably kind of crazy to a lot of people that we haven't had kids yet. <laughs> but our life uh, didn't quite go in the direction that it was. We were going to have kids right after we got married. And then we wound up waiting because I take medication that I can't have a baby with. Yeah. So that's why we waited. But we've always wanted to have kids. We have like names picked out and everything. Like I'm, I'm ready. I've been ready to be a mom for forever. Yeah. And then the last question for the fast round. Where do y'all live? We live in the Bay Area in Northern Bay California. Area, Northern California. We have lived here. I've lived here for about what? Like almost. Got to do the math. Almost like 25 years, maybe. Mm-hmm. And you've lived here your whole life. Uh, I lived here part. for since I was five. Yeah. yeah. Um, which Megan Brown asked if you could live anywhere in the world, is there somewhere else you would pick and why? No, I would never no. choose to live anywhere but the Bay Area. I love it here. It's the best. So we talk all the time too about how we don't like really the whole politics of California because California's politics have kind of gone downhill lately. But overall, California as a whole and a place that we call home and the city that we live in, we absolutely love. Oh yeah. I couldn't imagine like having kids or raising a family anywhere else. I love yeah, it here. Definitely. You should come visit. If you've never been to the Bay Area, um, it's definitely like a week-long excursion because the Bay Area is massive, but it genuinely is. There's the amount of fun things there are to do is endless. Like, it's just the funnest place to be. Yeah. Um, and so I could never imagine living anywhere else. I like to visit other places, but every time I visit somewhere else, I go, yep, I still want to go home. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you um, just kind of see everything that's different and you're just like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay where I'm at right now. I it's, like it. California is expensive. Yeah. But if it wasn't, you know, if, if that was the only thing, you know, like keeping us here or not keeping us here, I feel like we always find a way to make it work. Yeah. Um, one of the other questions that we got is how do you manage your kitchen being half vegan? Kyle's vegan and I'm not, for anybody that doesn't know by now. Um, and I feel like it's a lot less complicated than it sounds. Yeah. I honestly think it, it goes back to what we were talking about, how like you have your roles, I have my roles. And 
it's the same thing kind of in the kitchen. I make what I like, you make what you like, and mm-hmm. then sometimes we just mesh the two. Yeah, sometimes I make a meal that has different variations that are vegan, or sometimes I make a meal that is vegan and I eat vegan. I mean, like we, I support Kyle in the way that he eats and he supports me the way and I eat. We just do what's best for ourselves. Yep. And that for us, honestly, is like, that that's how we always make it work because we just like support each other and what the other person wants, you yeah. know? And then really, I mean, cause if you think about it, you know, like dinners and lunch and stuff, it's really about just kind of socializing and hanging out with each other. It's not really about what we're making. Yeah, I so agree. You just kind of, you know, I eat a lot of Mexican food, a lot of beans, a True lot story. of rice, a lot of um, like tofu, all that. So we just kind of make it separately and then we just come together as one by socializing with each other. Yeah. It's not like we, I make stuff that's vegan and you make regular stuff and then we sit back to back and don't look each other in the face. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, and I like, I was vegan first. So there are a lot of like vegan things that I really do love. Yeah. And so I get excited to like try new vegan things with Kyle, but sometimes I don't want to eat vegan. So I'll add chicken into our meal. And it's like really not as crazy as it sounds. I think that's the biggest difference is just the meat aspect. You know, Which yeah, I've never really been like a big meat person to begin with, you know? Yeah. I've always just kind of been, you know, just not really like when it comes to holidays and stuff, like I yeah. don't really eat meat to begin with. Yeah. Mostly, mostly the, the like non-vegan part is like cheese. Yeah. That's probably the only part that I actually miss because like pizza and like maybe like pepperoni and like salami and stuff. But mm-hmm. other than that, the meat is not really... A big thing to me. I think the part too that probably is the reason people are so confused is because Kyle is not like an ethical vegan. Like he's not like, oh, your meat can't t- can't like be cooked in the same pan that I've yeah. cooked vegan food in. Like he's like vegan for his health and vegan because it makes him feel good and also because most of the foods that Kyle really loves to eat just are vegan, like yeah. beans and rice, and you know he loves vegetables and so like it's not that like there is no judgment from Kyle to me or vice versa of us like eating the way that we do. And I think that's what people are always like so confused by when they like when they ask this question, like, how do you guys coexist in the same kitchen? There's like no like ethical means behind either of what we do. We just eat because it makes us feel good. And and that's most important to us. I think too, like then the recent years, there's been more of like, you know, just like the animal abuse aspect of it that means something to me and all that. So it's not, you know, it's not like 100% because of ethical reasons but it definitely there's definitely parts of me that are like oh my god that's messed up you know i think we can all acknowledge that i mean we all know that there's like bad things behind the food that we eat you know yeah but i started out doing it because i was working on the ambulance and i was seeing the conditions that people were in and the medicate how many medications people take and how many times people go to the hospitals and i honestly it started out as a, a health you know change yeah And so that made it to where I wanted to do something different. And to me, for me personally, it's made it to where I feel a lot more energized. I don't feel sluggish. Um, I feel like I can go and work out for two hours and still come home and do other stuff, you know? Yeah. So I, uh, there's like no, like Kyle's never like upset with me though when I buy meat. And I'm pretty sure that that's probably why, why people are always very confused by it. Like, Kyle's not like upset with me if I buy chicken or if I buy eggs or anything like that. Like that's not like there's there's no judgment whatsoever on either of our parts. And I think that that is uh, how we make it work that and like both of us are really flexible in what we eat. So and my favorite dinner nights are called to each their own where we each fend for ourselves. And it's my favorite thing because 
then we both just cook what we want. Yeah. And that makes life easy too. Like, I think there's sometimes too much pressure around like, you have to plan a meal. Um, and we've always said like, when we have kids, like what well, we're going to let them choose, like, yeah. cause we were able to choose and we want them to have the same choice. And it's never like, Oh, you're not making me dinner. You know, yeah. like I never feel like, like, no, I'm, I'm going to make what I'm, what's good for me. And you make what's good for you. And we'll sit down together and watch a show. We'll watch a movie and we'll yeah. socialize. And it, just is what it is. Yeah. It's the, we'll see, it's like way less crazy than it sounds. <laughs> it's yeah. really not At that way. At least wild. for us. It might not be that way yeah. for other people, but for us, we have a, we come to a common ground on a lot yeah. of things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the other question that a lot of people always want to know with Kyle graduating nursing school in May, what kind of nurse is Kyle going to be? Are you guys going to move so he can have a different job? Like, what are you going to do? Like, what's going to change, Kyle? I just had to give that, you know, a for, round of applause for, for, to yourself. For, yeah, to yeah, myself. Hell I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to I'm going to be like Snoop Dogg. If I have to give a speech, I'm yeah. going to be up there and be like, I want to first of all, thank myself. <laughs> <laughs> Me, myself and I forget Me, myself, myself here. Yeah. Uh, what people the people want to know what kind of nurse you're going to be. Are we going to move when you become a nurse? Like what's going to happen? Well, we already said we're not going to move, but yeah, we're not we're not going to move. Um, I'm going to start off as an ER nurse. Um, probably get a year of experience. I then want to possibly, if I have enough experience, experience to get back on to an ambulance and work as a CCT nurse. But as of late, just with the way the profession is and the way nurses are being treated and whatnot, um, I don't know if, I don't at this point really know what my final path is. I could see myself doing something in maybe sports medicine. Um, I could see myself working at just like a little clinic you know, nine to five. Yeah. I think that it will depend on like where our life goes. Like yeah. once we have kids, like that's going to change a lot. And yeah. so I think that might change like what Kyle wants to do. But um, actually it kind of harkens back to the, to another question that's on here is that um, how, uh, how did Kyle know that he wanted to be a nurse? Like, was it because of me? No, actually it was because no. of this nurse named Carol that he, Kyle used to work with on the ambulance and Carol was the best. And that was Kyle's inspiration for becoming a nurse, which is why I could totally see him being back on the ambulance because that's like where he first fell in love with nursing itself. Yeah. So that, that question was actually from Megan Brown. Yeah. Um, starting out, I didn't want to always be a nurse. Um, I actually started out wanting to do firefighting. But as I got into it, I just realized it wasn't for me. And once I started taking like the EMT course and I just realized that maybe the medical side was more where I can, you know, because I actually I, I want to be a nurse because I want to help more people in a bigger capacity. Yeah. I don't have a crazy story like, oh, you know, like, like not necessarily a crazy story, but I don't have a bigger story than like working around nurses that and I saw how they, you know, impacted lives on a like greater potential i guess you could say yeah so i think for me i just want to be able to help more people in a bigger capacity and i felt like going from emt to medic it wasn't like a huge step mm -hmm. and i also mentally was in a place that wasn't good yeah and i felt like i needed to step away from that focus on school and work towards nursing and then get into an er working at er and then after that, what happens next is, you know, it's all in God's hands, I guess you could say. Yeah. And like I said, I think a lot of our lives are going to change. Like when we have kids, hopefully in the next couple of years, that's, that's really the plan is yeah. to, cause I'm 32, I'm not getting any younger and we do need to start trying. Um, 
But uh, so when Kyle starts working, our plan was always that then I would transition into more of like a mom role, which is physically now I have to I'll have to leave nursing uh, temporarily when I become a mom because I have to stop taking my medication and then I'm going to get super jazzy. Yeah. Um, I have tremors for those of you that don't know. And so I take medication and that would that medication is very unsafe with pregnancy. So uh, once Kyle starts working, um, we have always talked about then I would transition out of bedside nursing and I would kind of take on more of the mom role and Kyle will start working. And then I think when we have kids, I could totally see you maybe being like more nine to five or yeah. like so that you can like be with the family, you know, on like more normal hours. But honestly, like I think that we both have always just truly supported each other in like chasing our dreams. And because uh, there was a question from uh, Two Hearts Handmade, my friend's my friend Megan, um, who makes all my really cute sweatshirts that you guys see. Um, she asked, like, how do you guys balance, like, both of you being in the healthcare field? To be honest, I think it makes our relationship better. Yeah. Because um, we just understand each other. But also, I think that we both know, like, how important it is to the other person, um, our roles in healthcare, like, how important that is to to each of us. And so we just always support each other in it, you know? Um like I've never I'm I'm grateful that our schedules are like pretty flexible in the world of nursing. So we've always yeah. been able to like, you know, spend time together still, even though working 12 hour shifts can be really long and spending that time apart can be really difficult and like hard on your marriage. But we've just always made it work. Um, yep. And I think the flexibility in nursing honestly, like really makes that possible um, because I'm not going to say you only work three days a week because I hate when people say you only work three days a week. But like when you work three days a week and so does your partner, there's a lot more time together. Yeah. And that's something we've always been really grateful for. And I think too, like the balance with in the, within the medical field, it all comes back to like being secure with yourself and mm -hmm. finding things that you like to do outside of your marriage to mm -hmm. also keep you healthy, like the gym, bike, you know riding a bike or just going out and just doing different stuff to help your own mental state. Because once you do that, then you open the opportunity for you to open up to your significant other as well, because you guys, you know, you don't really clash, I guess you could say, because yeah. you're, you're letting out your own stress. Yeah. yeah. We're strong together because we're strong individually. Yes. And that like, that's generally like, that is the secret sauce in our that marriage. That is the secret sauce. Yeah. Is to be like, you have to be your own person in order to be like a whole couple with your significant yeah. other. So for us, that's, that's something we always prioritize. And it, it, it allows you to have that balance. You yeah. Know? Just being secure in yourself allows you to have the balance to where, you know, you go to work and when at the end of the day when i come home there's no one that i would rather talk to other than nicole yeah me too and there's no one i'd rather spend time with other than nicole and even when you know she goes off and does off her little escapades off to sonoma it just there's times where we're not with each other and it's it's weird yeah and throughout our whole relationship it's always been like that even even if it's just like, you know, we're around the house and we're both doing like I'm playing video games or you're watching a show or you're working on your, you know, your YouTube or as long as we're in the same like area. Mm. I don't know. I just feel it just brings me a piece. So then it allows everything else in my life to kind of balance out. Me too. I like really look forward to this next season of life for us. We haven't had like a change in our season of life in a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, because Kyle's been either doing his prereqs or in nursing school for the last several years. And so this is going to be the first like big pivot we've had in a while. And I'm kind of excited for this year. Like, I'm really yep. excited to see Kyle graduate. I will graduate in May. I'm going to get to pin Kyle. Yeah. That's going to be so I'm going to cry. I'm absolutely going to cry. 
you so, get to pick a, a nurse to pin you at your your pinning yeah. ceremony. It's like very it's a, it's a big deal in the world of nursing. Um, and Kyle said that I would get to pin him, and I think that's so I mean, cool. Who else would I'd rather have pin me? I don't know, but yeah. I think it's really sweet, and I'm just excited to see where like like this year things are gonna like like it's gonna be different, you know, yeah. Yeah. which is kind of crazy to think about, but. I'm excited. And that's, again, the secret sauce is I'm excited to do it with Kyle. Like, there's nobody else that I want to live life with than Kyle. That's right. And I'd rather, I wouldn't want to do it with anyone other than you. And that's why we have this really dope podcast together. Because we wanted to have something to, like, share with you guys that's us. Um, and this is, like, it's it's been such a fun, creative project for us to do together. And we've had so much fun doing it together. And, like, we get to spend time. I mean, like, we're literally just sitting here chatting with each other at yeah. home. And that's something that we would do anyways. And so it's just so fun to like sit here and chat and like that you guys listen to it on your commutes and stuff like that. Like that makes such like that. That really means a lot to us. Yeah. So if you're you're out there listening and you enjoy this podcast, make sure, you know, you subscribe to it. Yeah. You give it a rating if you can. We, lo- we would really appreciate that. You give it a comment. And there's a lot of questions that we haven't got to, but we can save those for other episodes. And because we really do enjoy just like hearing what you guys think and what you guys want to know. Mm-hmm. So just make sure to comment down wherever you can comment. Uh, you can catch Nicole on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Yeah, I'm wow. really running all the platforms now. Running all the platforms. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's getting socially content heavy. I enjoy it though. I we And like I said, we just like love, I love recording the podcast for you guys. And we like love hearing your thoughts. So please always leave, leave comments for us because we do read them yeah. and we really enjoy hearing back from you guys. And thank you for all of your questions today. It means a lot to us that you guys helped us put this episode together, really. Yeah, we put this episode together for you guys and we want to do more in 2024. More yeah. in 2024. I think we've got a little football special coming up yeah. for the Super Bowl. We're playing a little football extravaganza yeah. episode. Go Lions. Yeah. Well, really, this isn't anything but the Niners household, which is <laughs> we we realize is kind of uh, doesn't make a whole lot of sense because we live in San Francisco 49er territory. But yeah, that's OK. That's all right. Oh, there's Santa Clara 49ers or whatever now. Whatever. Yeah, we're in we're in enemy territory, but that's OK. Yeah. Yeah. But we love to hear what you guys have to say. And we love to make this podcast uh, what you guys want to hear. Mm-hmm. And of course, do not forget to tell somebody you love them. And we love you. Love you. Okay, love you. Bye.